0: Welcome to the Rankings podcast that answers the age-old question. What songs have we been listening to lately? I'm Danny Weiser. With me, as always, is my co-host and the Simon and my Garfunkel. It's time again. What's up, dude?
1: What's up, man? Um, Garfunkel. I don't think either of us could be Garfunkel. Hair-wise. Hair
0: <laughs> I know nothing about either of those men except that they are a musical duo, and that's kind of it.
1: I know Garfunkel basically almost has like an afro.
0: Oh yeah, no, we're both pretty close to bald. So,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, we can't be Hall and Oates. They both have great hair. We can't be Brooks and Dunn because Dunn is a mullet. Are
1: there? Are there? Is there a bald duo? Well,
0: we got to internet help us out, please. We got to find a bald music duo just so I could use that as the intro for every music episode we do from here on.
1: Did Phil Collins ever record with another bald person? <laughs>
0: uh okay we're we've had this idea for a while um but we had to make sure and differentiate it from like we didn't want to just do new releases because that kind of spoils our albums of the year uh episode that we do every year um and we haven't done a music episode in a bit and so i just thought it'd be fun like what what have you been listening to lately with no restrictions no like year restrictions or genre restrictions or anything like that just kind of like what is on the playlist that you've been going through lately
1: yeah this is like i was trying to explain this to someone and i was like yeah we're ranking songs we're like listening to right now but like i don't know it's like hard to rank i'm like i like all of these songs that's why i'm listening yeah. to them and it's just like okay i guess i'll just rank them by what i listen to the most maybe
0: yeah that's kind of what i i, I have adhd real bad and so like i have select songs that like I'll listen to them obsessively like 20 times a day for like two or three weeks until I never want to hear that song again in my entire life and so this is currently the like that group of songs that I'm rotating through from like currently most obsessively listening to to like maybe I'm just getting into it or maybe it's just on its way out so this is kind of easy for me. Okay. Thankfully, my ADHD actually helped me <laughs> on this one. Um, but if you're ready, I'm list A, so why don't we just go ahead and jump in? Let's hit it. All right, uh, hard to come up with an honorable mentions theme this time, and oh, so mine was
1: I so easy. That was so easy.
0: I decided to just go with all one band because I've been listening to this band and basically their whole discography a whole lot lately. And so I figured instead of, like, putting them on my main list multiple times, why not just make my honorable mentions of their – my three favorite songs of theirs. Okay. Um, So the band is Willis. Um, Willis is an indie-based band out of Nashville, Tennessee. Um, I found this – I I had a hard time finding – like, they don't have a Wikipedia page, and they don't have, like, a bio section on their website or whatever, so I just copied and pasted this from their YouTube channel.
1: And this is Bruce – bruce willis's band
0: right yeah obviously of course definitely of course of course um you'll be able to tell when the sound clips start for sure (laughs) bruno baby uh with psychedelic soundscapes a touch of indie alternative blues and surfer rock willis wears authenticity fastened onto their sleeves for them it's not about imitation but instead they seek to elicit pure and honest emotion to the highest degree above all willis creates music not just for aural enjoyment but to also deeply resonate and connect with um, consists of five members that combine their musical talents to create their brand of indie rock. Having all attended the same school in their hometown, they formed as a band in 2016, and the rest was history. Um, they've, repli- they've released a few EPs, but no like full length albums or anything. Yeah. They just kind of keep. The, I think they're like five or six EPs and a kind of a bunch of singles. Um, I just I really like their sound. I like their specific style of indie rock. Um, the first song that I'm going with is "Fight the Vegans."
1: okay i agree um, with that yeah <laughs> they're one of those like i offended someone i'm sorry i respect <laughs> no you're not what you do do you but um, but meat's so good,
0: <laughs> do you know that like you know what midwest emo bands and like indie punk bands have they title their songs that have nothing to do with the actual content of the songs yeah, um willis very much does that for like a lot of not all of them but like a lot of their songs like oh so, Fa- Fa- boy, yes. Yeah. <laughs> correct um there's another one i have coming up on my main list later that does that but like fight the v has nothing to do with the lyrics or content of this song at all they just like i'm sure we're just like hey that's a pretty funny title so that's my first one um my second song from willis is i think i like when it rains Okay. This is part of their 2017 EP titled Locals 2. This one's really bluesy and soulful with like a little bit of uh, lo-fi kind of going over the whole track, which I really, really dig. It's their most popular song by a whole lot. Uh, it's got over 52 million streams on Spotify, where their next high is just a little over 3 million. I think this one kind of took off on TikTok is why it probably got so many more streams. It's because just, I think, randomly... Like vi- the vibey side of TikTok, pick this one up. But yeah this one's super good. Uh, and then my last Willis song is Cran Mango. All one word.
1: Like cranberry mango.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, again, has nothing to do with the the content of the song. I'm sure, like somebody was just drinking a cran mango like ocean spray drink, and was like, "What if we just like called the song that?"
1: Hey, Bruce, is that a cranberry mango drink? <laughs> uh, cran mango.
0: okay i need to let everyone know bruce willis has nothing to do with this just in case anybody is fooled by your stupid what if
1: it is what if they're just the biggest bruce willis fans of all time (laughs) they just really love die hard (laughs) they named their band willis (laughs)
0: um cran mangoes releases a single in 2020 um the effect they put over the guitar feels like it's coming out of a cheesy 80s ballad you know uh, if did you end up listening to this one did you get a chance
1: i didn't get to this one i got halfway through
0: okay yeah you you'll be able to tell when you get over it like it you know the we watched Bloodsport for we should watch a movie you know the really cheesy scene where he's like looking into the window and the bad guy pops you know the guitar the really cheesy 80s ballad guitar that's playing over that that's kind of the effect that they have playing over the guitar in this song Except good. Like the way they use it is really good.
1: Okay, so Grand um, Mango makes sense now.
0: Yeah, it's just, yeah, for sure. Grand Mango it fits perfectly with the 80s ballad. I don't know. I don't know. We don't have to explain it. Um, it just, this song is a really chill and easy song to listen to. Big, big, big fan. This is maybe my favorite from them.
1: That's a good one. Um, okay. My honorable mentions are all from the Book of Mormon album. Because oh. that's I've been listening to that a lot because it's my favorite, one of my favorite musicals.
0: Yeah. Uh, by the way, this is one of the reasons I already sent the list to Tobin, and I was like, "Hey, not gonna bother pretending that like o- anonymously list a list." This- <laughs> I just sent him the Spotify playlist we made on our own separate accounts because there's no chance he thought that I have a
1: musical as my
2: honorable <laughs> mention. Uh
1: Well, the first one is "You and Me," but mostly me by Josh Gad and Andrew Reynolds. Heavenly Father
2: has chosen you. Me, just mostly me something incredible i'll do something incredible i wanna be the more um yep.
1: great i mean this is a great one i love a good Andrew reynolds is so good man. love a good cocky mormon you gotta love it and josh gad i hate him in movies but he is so talented <laughs> in musicals yeah. it's kind of weird um And then I got uh, All-American Prophet.
2: Have you heard of the All-American Prophet? The blonde-haired, blue-eyed voice of God. He didn't come from the Middle East like those other holy
1: men. No God's favorite prophet Which is the story about Joseph Smith founding Mormonism. And they sing (laughs) about him being like an All-American like, like, just this all-American dude that founded this this religion. Um, and then, I Believe. I believe that God has a plan for all of us. I believe that plan involves me getting my own planet. And I believe that the current president of the church, Thomas Monson, speaks directly to God. Which is the best song, because it just totally just rakes mormonism like it yep. it talks so much crap about mormonism in the song and it's so good and it's just like yeah i believe that i'm gonna have my own planet and like all this stuff and it's, it's great and he's singing like in context he's singing to an african warlord about this so yeah totally there's a whole nother aspect to this song that yeah just, totally That all
0: tracks. All tracks makes a lot of sense. Perfect.
1: Those South Park guys, man. They are ridiculous. (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay, let's get into our list. My number 10 is Freaking Out on the Interstate by Briston Maroney. okay uh Bristol is an american singer songwriter and guitarist from knoxville he got his break on american idol in 2013 at the age of 15 um he i guess he didn't make it super far though like he made it to like he got the whatever to hollywood and then i but i think like the first round in hollywood he was eliminated
1: i feel like the winners like jordan sparks is like the only winner that ever did did kelly clarkson win
0: kelly clark uh maybe i don't remember but, like, her, Ruben Stoddard, like, dude. where the
1: hell is that guy?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I never – my parents were huge into American Idol. I never
1: – The only year I watched it. it was the Reuben Stuttered versus Clay Aiken. And I was team Reuben because he brought a church choir out on stage. And I was like, oh, that's <laughs> awesome.
0: <laughs> um. Uh, he he released "Freaking Out" on in the interstate in 2018 as part of his album "Carnival." It's a uh, bluesy indie rock, but there's this really interesting echo that he puts on his vocals that persists throughout the entire song that I really really like. Um, and this is good. It's it's just a other than the, like the echo and the vocals, it's just kind of a normal indie rock whatever song. Um, but I like it's really catchy.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Um, okay, my number ten is "Swing Set" by Danny Dyer. And before yeah. you ask, no, it's not the same Danny Dyer that was on Love Island. This is a different person. That
0: was going to be my next question. Yeah. So thank you for <laughs> for settling that for me.
1: This is a real vibey kind of like so, like Sun Goes Down summer song, like real mm-hmm. like chill kind of summer song. Um, one of my friends sent it to me like last summer. I was like this is the song of the summer, um, and I always listen to it when I'm driving and stuff, which I have done pretty much all this week i was literally mm-hmm. just got back from bandera like an hour ago so mm-hmm. yeah i've definitely listened to this song it's real good real if you're sitting on a back porch you know just play this real vibey
0: yeah this is good this is i i got the chance to listen to your whole playlist i think this is my second favorite song from the whole playlist that you sent it's nice. really good i like this one a lot uh my number nine is earthquake by this is the kit nice. uh th- the kid is the alias of british musician kate stables as well as the name of the banshee fronts um, their big break came when they were discovered by a, some random bbc radio dj who really dug their music and just started giving them a ton of airtime which I you think is cool um earthquake was released on their album wriggle out the restless that was originally released in 2010 and then re-released by a bigger label two years later It's folk rock and blues with this really strong bass line throughout and a little bit of a distortion filter over her vocals that I think is super interesting. Um, I'm a really big fan of This Is The Kit, but I think this is my favorite song of theirs, and I've been listening to it a ton lately. I just like that bluesy, folksy, indie rock sound.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's like kind of your thing. You have that on almost every music list.
0: Yeah, I have I, and there's more coming up. I'm going to say bluesy like 40 times probably this episode. You because you're just going to have to get used to it. But yeah, this is a Deal big fan it. of big fan of
1: this is the kit. Um okay, my next one, my number 9 is everybody wants to rule the world by Tears for Fears. Sing on your Now, this has nothing to do with, like, listening to it on Spotify. I started replaying uh, Guardians of the Galaxy again, and I just really like this song, like, in the context of that game. So I always change the song to this, like, any chance I get in the game. <clears throat> so I've been listening, listening to it a lot. Is that game good? Yeah, it's awesome. You have the I have PS5 it. now, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's good.
0: I have the game. I just haven't played it yet for whatever reason.
1: It's different mechanics, but once you get used to it, the story is awesome. Sweet. Like, if the story, if the plot of the video game is the third movie, I wouldn't be mad about it at all.
0: Oh, cool. Okay. I'll give it a shot soon. Um, Okay. My number eight is Sandusky by Tupelo. Uh, Sorry, Uncle Tupelo. Um, Uncle Tupelo was an alternative country music group from Belleville, Illinois, active between 1987 and 1994. Jay Farr, Jeff Tweedy, and Michael haydorn I think is how you say that name, formed the band after the lead singer of the previous band, The Primitives, left to attend college. Trio recorded three albums for Rockville Records before signing with Sire Records and expanding to a five-piece. Shortly after, they they split up just a couple years uh, after... Uh, releasing a big major label debut. Um, and Jeff Tweedy went on to, uh, Jeff Tweedy and like half of the band went on to form Wilco, who yeah. you've probably heard of. Yeah. Um, yeah and, so the, and then the other two went on to form some other group that I had never heard of before. Um, Sandusky was released on their album titled March 16th through 20th, 1992. Uh, and this song is entirely instrumental. The title of the album refers to the five-day span during which the album was recorded, which I think is just kind of a funny name for yeah. an album. Like, hey, this was recorded over a week, and that's what we're calling our, our album. Um, yeah, the the song is entirely instrumental. The The album is mostly instrumental and acoustic, uh, features original songs and covers traditional folk songs and was produced by R.E.M. guitarist Peter Buck. Uh, but this song, it's just a couple of good acoustic guitars and a dude, like, kind of lightly playing the drums in the back and i i just really like it I, I like acoustic guitar instrumental music just kind of in general and this is the one that's been on repeat lately i like it a whole lot
1: that's a good one have you listened to uh tyler uh childer's acoustic album
0: no oh, it's really not good. yet because it, came it out new? last year
1: okay yeah. yeah that may be why i haven't been keeping up with it but really good
0: yeah uncle tupelo big fan
1: um, okay, my number eight. Okay, my list doesn't have numbers on it. I'm just going off Spotify. So <laughs> my number eight is Feels Like Summer by Childish Gambino. To
2: slow down.
1: Another just vibey summer song. Um... I love to, I mean, it's, this is like, I wouldn't want to listen to this, like, in the height of the summer, but it's still 100 degrees in Texas, so it still actually does feel like summer, and it's Mm -hmm. just, you know, really relaxing, and I love watching the music video.
0: Yeah, I had to change my shirt as soon as I got home from today, or got home today because I was sweating so much, and it's the middle of September. Yeah. (laughs) Ridiculous. I'm so tired of it. Yeah, that's a good song. I got, I got to listen to that one. That's in my top five of your playlist for sure. Um, my number seven, it's another one of those Midwest emo bands that title their songs uh, with nothing to do with the actual song itself. It's Scott Pilgrim versus My GPA by Mom Jeans.
1: Yeah, I know this one.
0: Uh, Mom Jean's American alternative rock indie rock band formed in Berkeley, California at UC Berkeley in 2014. Um, Scott Pilgrim vs. My GPA is from their debut album titled Best Buds. Uh, It's indie rock, Midwest emo, and it also also features a trumpet. Which I love. I love just randomly throwing a brass instrument into the middle of your Midwest emo song. Yep. Um, I really, really dig Mom Jeans a lot. I go through like I go through phases where like one month out of every year I'm listening to a whole, a ton of Mom Jeans for whatever reason. They just keep on like flowing in and out for me. And I think this is my favorite of theirs at least at the moment.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Um, okay, my number seven is. Again, ridiculous. We're going back-to-back ridiculous song titles. Uh, Mm -hmm. Never Fight a Man with a Perm by Idols. Um, So I found this band, like, scrolling through TikTok, like, their, uh, their Tiny Desk concert came up Mm. and they're like hard not hardcore but they're like punk rock like if i had heard this song and they were like and someone's like yeah this is a band from the 60s i'd be like yeah okay that makes sense like that fits in with that time period um but i mean this song is just you know gets you so amped up and just like every punk song should um it's just really fun um and their tiny desk concert is amazing yeah
0: yeah this one was good i like this one uh, my number 6 is one two by the cool kids. or a bridge to jump off and you not- uh, cool kids are an American hip hop duo composed of rappers Sir Michael Rocks and Chuck English. Uh, they met via Myspace in the mid-2000s, which rules. <laughs> I love that so much. It was like 2004 or something like that. Uh, they started releasing music solely on their Myspace page and performing when hired to DJ at clubs and parties until they were finally picked up by a label. Um, and I think I-, I saw that Diplo, like the DJ, had a lot to do with them going from Myspace to an actual label, which I think is cool. Um, they're inspired by golden age hip-hop which really comes through in their music like it's very evident when you're listening to it like this sounds like early 90s hip-hop which is my favorite um one two is a part of their 2008 album the bake sale which is my favorite hip-hop hip-hop albums of all time a lot of the music is really funny and goofy like lyrically um, but they're super talented their beats are always next level i love the cool kids yeah that's a good and one. steady rotation for me when I'm when I'm in a like a mood to listen to hip hop. The cool kids is on pretty much every playlist that I make.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Um, OK, my next two. They're like songs I listen to when I need to get super pumped up and I started a new job. So I was like, like, OK, going into the office, get, got to get some pump up music going. And then I've just continued to listen to them because I love the songs. Uh, but my number six, 10, six is oldie by odd future look the
0: contrast is a pair of lips swallowing a syrup and setting fire to sheriff's whips whoops whoops fucking all-american terrorists crushing rapper larynx to feed him a fucking carrot stick and me i just spent a
1: year in and lost a little sanity uh odd future features tyler the creator earl sweatshirt frank ocean all those just ridiculous i mean frank ocean is the only normal person in that entire group <laughs> everyone else is just nuts um but yeah this is kind of you know, it's not old school rap, but it's it's not like Tyler, the creator rap. It's it's just, you know, a group just going on and on off each other. And it's like seven minutes. It's, it's a super long song, uh, but it's really great. The Frank Ocean part is amazing. The Earl sweatshirt part is awesome. And the music video is insane. It's like while they're trying to do a photo shoot, Tyler, creator, just get someone with a video camera. And was like, okay, we're not doing this anymore. We're making a music video, just like impromptu, <laughs> and that's a music video. That's so funny. Uh,
0: speaking of Frank, I, I'm sorry, this is a dumb tangent. You know that Frank Ocean song? that's like a tornado flew around my room.
1: Yeah, a tornado flew around my room before you. Do you can.
0: remember? Do you remember the Vine that was that was like a potato flew around my room?
1: Uh, I never. Do you had remember vine. that? That's like oh, that's the okay. one thing I never got into.
0: I was super into Vine, and there was this trending sound video thing on Vine for, like, a long time. This kid tied a potato on a string to his ceiling fan and just started singing, A potato flew around my room. And it was just everywhere for, like, a whole year. And that's all I can think about now when I hear that Frank Ocean song. Um, Sorry for the dumb tangent. Uh, the Vine heads that are listening, though, are eating this up. You know, they're just loving it. <laughs> Uh, okay, my number five is Kilby Girl by The Backseat Lovers. Backseat Lovers, they're an indie rock band from Utah. I had a hard time finding any kind of biography about them. They don't have a Wikipedia page. Their website is just like one button that leads to buying their album. Like it says <laughs> nothing else on their album. Like their Facebook has no kind of biography or about me, but like whatever, that's fine. Um, they're an indie rock man that I've listened to a ton for the past like year and a half or so. They've been on a steady rotation for me. Um, Kill Be Girl is definitely the most popular song. It was featured on their 2019 album When We Were Friends. I don't know how to sell you on them because I, again, I'm not super a music person and at surface level, they're just kind of a not super unique, but good indie rock band. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I get what like saying. I can't like, if I were like more well-versed in, in music, I could probably explain it. But like with my smooth brain, all I can think of is just, like, I don't know. They're a good indie rock band that I like listening to. Um, and so I just, I can't, all I can say is just go check them out. They don't have a ton of music. Um, they have like some EPs and stuff. Um, just go, go check out the backseat lovers and hopefully you'll be like, oh yeah, they are good. But honestly, surface level, they're just like, this is a good indie rock band. That's all I've got. I'm so sorry. I tried really hard to come up with a better description and I can't, they're
1: just good indie rock. Maybe you can get Tobin to explain it better.
0: Yeah, I'll, Tobin's got a whole week. I've already sent him the playlist. I'll have to send him like, a, hey, if you end up liking the Backseat Lovers, can you explain why they're good? Because I can't. <laughs> they're just—they're not unique. Like they're—they're they're not unique. Is the problem is like they're—they're they're kind of just like probably a hundred other indie rock bands that you've ever heard in your life. I just—I yeah. like them a lot. I don't
1: know. <laughs> uh, okay, my number five. This is my go-to, go-to pump-up song. Bring to ruckus. By the Wu-Tang Clan. Don't face catch the blast of a height burst. My clock burst, leaving a hearse. I did burst, I come rough. jump like an elephant sus. Your head rush. fly like Egyptian musk. Oh shit, Wu Tang Clan off the Wixen. However, I'm
0: Yeah, incredible intro to the song.
1: Yes, yes. It is so this, is, I think this time. is the best Wu-Tang song, and it just gets me so freaking it makes me want to run through a brick wall. It gets me yeah. so pumped up. Um, and I was just blasting this at seven a.m. in the morning, going to work, going to work. <laughs> I love this song, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't also don't know how to explain this. If you don't know, yeah, it's Wu Tang. If you yeah. don't know what who the Wu Tang Clan is now, then honestly, I don't feel like explain yeah. this to you. You should know who they are. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Bring the Ruckus by the Wu Tang Clan, freaking amazing.
0: Yeah, it's been a minute since I heard this song, and so when you sent it, I was just like flipping through the playlist and that intro started and I was like, Oh my god, it's <laughs> the one of the best song intros of all time. It's yeah. so good. Man. <laughs> um my number four is Five Years by Bo Burnham. Come
2: on. Five years, five years, still you, still me, still
1: here. Five years, five years, baby, five years, five years. Okay.
0: Uh, Do you know his name is Robert Pickering Burnham? Have we talked about this? Well, I I knew that. I don't
1: think we've ever talked about it on the pod.
0: I did not know that. Um, he's an American comedian, musician, writer, actor, director. His work often combines elements of musical sketch and stand-up comedy with filmmaking. Uh, Five Years was released this year as a part of the Inside Outtakes, which is all of the like deleted songs and stuff from his big twenty twenty-one special Inside, which of course he wrote and performed and produced uh, by himself, all inside one room at his house during the pandemic. The song is obviously super quotable and funny because it's a Bo Burnham comedy song. Uh, it's also genuinely good and extremely catchy um the the chorus the five years, five years still you still me still here yeah. uh, it's has been stuck in my head just that and like the you know the video the silhouette of him doing that thing with his hand where he's like pointing at you pointing at himself pointing at the ground it has it's for some reason that has been playing on a loop in my head for like two months now yeah. um song rules it's such a good So I've been listening to a ton since it dropped.
1: Yeah, he's, Bo Burnham's like one of those people that it's like, it's, he's like Childish Camino. It's like, it's not fair how talented you are.
0: Yeah. He's so good at so many things. It's wild. It's
1: like, okay, cool. You're one of the most like original comedians of all time. All right, cool. You can direct really, really well. Uh, (laughs) Sick. You can also act. Oh, you can also make really good music that Phoebe (laughs) Bridgers covers. Okay, sick, dude.
0: (laughs) It's really annoying really really annoying good for him love him to death really annoying <laughs>
1: <laughs> um okay my number four Everyday's the weekend by alex lahey we like um the only way i can describe this it's like if Phoebe Bridgers was a little bit more hardcore, like a little yeah. bit more electric guitar and rock. Um,
0: mm-hmm. she Maybe I, a little happier.
1: I don't know, though. Not like a Yeah, ton, I guess this song is a little but bit like, more happy. Maybe that. a little. Yeah. Yeah, maybe if Phoebe Bridgers wasn't depressed.
0: <laughs> not like not depressed, <laughs> but like a little less so,
1: you know. Uh, Alex Leahy uh, is a musician from Australia, She's come up before on our podcast, her cover of uh, "My Chemical Romance," uh, "Welcome to the Black Parade," um, but this is my favorite song of hers. I love this. It's a great roll, roll down the windows, blast it out. It is, it is, a it, it's more of a happy song for sure. Um, but yeah, this is, every day is a weekend. So great.
0: This is the best song on the playlist you sent me. At least for me, like yeah. this is my my favorite by by like a lot on the your whole playlist. So it's a really good one. Um, My number three is In Dreams by Sierra Farrell. Sarah Farrell is a singer songwriter musician from West Virginia whose music incorporates elements of country gypsy jazz folk and Latin styles such as tango and calypso music uh, in dreams is from her 2021 album titled long time coming and it's so so good the song feels very country more so than some of her other stuff um, there's a steel guitar that's just kind of twanging throughout the entire thing in the background which I love it's so nostalgic uh, for me and um, her voice is this really lovely classical country feel that sounds like it belongs in like the Dolly Parton, Loretta Lynn era. I'm not comparing her to them. Obviously, right. I just mean like that era of country music. Like It sounds like it would fit in really well. Not all of her music, but this song specifically. Um, I, I'm such a big, big fan of Sierra Farrell, and this song is so good. I do not know if Tobin will like it. I kind of think <laughs> he might not. Um, Cause she, she, But, like, she doesn't just make country music. This song just leans a lot more country than a lot of her others. And a lot of it is that steel guitar that's, yeah. that's twanging the whole time. But, man, this song is so good.
1: Yeah, that was a good one. Um, okay, my number three is Shays Lounge, uh by Wet Leg.
2: Hey, you over there. I'm the Shays in your
1: Some of you have probably heard this on TikTok. I mean, they're all wet leg is all over TikTok. But um I don't know how to explain this. I don't <laughs> the music is good. The lyrics are weird, mm-hmm. but they're somehow mesmerizing at the same time. Like I don't think the lyrics are good. Yeah. But they're very like hypnotic and will pull I- you in.
0: I had a very weird experience listening to this today while driving. It was like, this is his number three, huh? This is I've been listening to
1: it a lot because it's like, because I can listen to it in the office Mm. because it's real. It's like, it's not like super in your face or anything, but it's like, there's something about it. That's just like, this isn't like good, but like, why do I (laughs) want to keep listening to it? (laughs) So like, maybe it is good. I don't know.
0: Yeah. It hit me in a weird spot. (laughs) I was just driving earlier. I was like, "What is Ty doing?" Dude, Especially so weird.
1: if you listen to this in order, this is a really yeah. so- weird song to follow my number two. That's coming up. Yeah.
0: Honestly, you're. I, I don't want. I'm not going to spoil your number one pick. It started out kind of weird. Yeah. And yeah. then you got to your number two. I was like, oh, okay. And then got to this, and I was like, what is Ty's deal right now? <laughs> <laughs> like it was very weird, up and down. Um. Okay, my number two is somebody else now by uh, gosh, I do not know. Dowie Freyr is my, uh, guest, my guess, my best guess. I've
1: never thought I need a chase, but it makes me proud to say that I'm somebody else now. That, somebody else, that somebody's not here to say you'll be going away soon. And that's okay.
0: This dude is so Icelandic. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. His name is Dowie Frere Peterson, uh, except it's all spelled the most F- like Icelandic way possible with like a bunch of s's. And yeah, it's a, it, I, I'm sorry. It's, that's his name's not Dowie. That's definitely not how you say. It, but it's spelled D A O I. Um, he's an Icelandic musician living in Berlin, Germany. He was due to represent Iceland in the Eurovision song contest 2020 with the song. Think about things before the event was canceled in response to COVID-19. Instead, he represented Iceland in the Eurovision song contest 2021 with the song 10 years finishing in fourth place. Um, 2020 Eurovision is actually how I found out about him, about him. They were, uh, like they performed the qualifiers and stuff. And like in front of these big crowds before COVID hit. And, uh, Like the performance of Think About Things made the rounds on YouTube and TikTok and all that stuff. And I became like obsessed (laughs) because he's, there's so weird, like, there's so over the top, like quirky, but in a very fun, kind of nerdy way, which I think is really fun. But he makes electric pop dance music that I think is really fun. Um, And uh somebody else now is from his twenty twenty one EP titled Welcome and it's a blast. I I just I've been hooked on this song lately just because it's a very good time. It's just like it's an electronic pop dance song that just kind of puts you in a good mood. Um and me and my friend Jacob, who uh he was on like one of our very first episodes. Like I think he was on like our second episode of all time of this show, so you may not remember him. But me and him are both obsessed with him. I love this song so
1: much. Nice. Um, okay, my number two The song that preceded Shay's Launch by mm-hmm. Wet Leg uh, Runaway by Kanye West Featuring Pusha T
2: <laughs> I don't know what it is with females But I'm not too good at that shit See I can have me a good girl And still be addicted to them hoogers And I just blame everything on you At
1: least you know that's what... um, one of Me and one of my coworkers Have just been bonding over our love for kanye west so like we've just been listening we were on the road a lot this week um and we were just jamming to kanye and this song came up more than the others i mean i freaking the intro with the piano is so amazing
0: it's so long the interest get to it dude <laughs> i was listening to it and i was like oh my god is he just gonna play that one piano note this whole time
1: <laughs> um, but it's great this is like this is like right before kanye started going downhill this is this is right he's right there he's like top of his game um and then kim k just Uh.
0: (laughs) okay you don't get to blame kim kardashian for kanye west turning into a crazy person
1: (laughs) okay it's not her fault did you see oh my god it's so stupid i was on I can't remember what social media app I was on, but it's the headline was like, "Kanye says Kim K has excessive diarrhea." And I was just like, "What? What is <laughs> dude, going on right now dude, dude, in the this world? Sucks. Why is this, this news? <laughs> Why is this Goodness. news? Yeah, we all do. It's it's, they, yeah. We eat, we've eaten chipotle before. We know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this this song's amazing. Kanye's the chorus is awesome and push a t coming in is is great i love this song i love this album my dark <laughs> and twisted fantasy it's I, I love this this song
0: yeah this being your number two was the other reason that i was not going to bother trying to send tobin anonymous lists there's no chance in this world that a kanye song would be number two and it'd be my list and not yours so <laughs> i didn't even bother um okay my number one is scarlet by holly humberstone
2: Go ahead now. Cause I cried
0: Homer Stone's an English singer songwriter from Grantham, England. Uh, she won the Brit Award for Rising Star at the 2022 Brit Awards. scarlet's part of her 2021 EP titled The Walls Are Way Too Thin. She's got that female indie singer songwriter vibe that I love so much and comes up on every music episode we've ever done. And uh, another reason that Tobin would know this is <laughs> mine because this is exactly the kind of vibe of music that I'm super into. Um, her music is pop, indie rock, indie folk, a little bit of synth pop. She cited Heim, Ben Howard, and Phoebe Rogers or Phoebe Rogers Bridgers as musical inspirations, um, which again is all extremely up my alley. And anybody who's ever listened to a single music episode we've done knows it's very much a me thing. So, she rules. The song rules. I found it. I found out of her because of TikTok, of course, because it's the only way I can keep up with pop culture and like what people like (laughs) anymore is because I've used TikTok too much. Um, but yeah, this song, oh God, it's so good. I love this song.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Um, okay, my number one, the the original Sad Boy band, uh, it's Atmosphere by Joy Division. Oh, in silence. don't turn away. In uh, so I just recently watched Control. Um, and I freaking loved it. The movie it's about, uh, joy division and, and all the crap that went on with them. And this was like this band, they only released one album, obviously, uh, cause the lead singer committed suicide at the age of 23. Um, but this song has just been in my head since I've seen that movie and I've probably watched it. So I watched that movie like month and a half ago, maybe like two months by now. But I've been nonstop listening to this song, like, almost every day. I Mm -hmm. love this song. And, yeah, it's super sad boy, (laughs) but I freaking love it. I think it's some of the best lyrics I've ever seen in a song. I love it.
0: Yeah, this song, the very first song on that playlist I got, and I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Die okay. What are we doing?
1: Die okay. Oh no, he's fine. He's got Kanye West. Okay, Shade Launch. I don't know what he's doing right now. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you really threw me for a loop. It really messed me up. Oh, goodness! All right, you ready to take a break? Yeah. All right, we will be right back with Tobin. Hey, y'all. Thanks for hanging out with me and Ty as we talk about uh, songs we've been listening to lately. Just kind of what's been making the rounds on our playlist. Uh, hopefully, you're kind of enjoying this glimpse into into what our music tastes are at the moment. Uh, I hope you like these music episodes. I love them. I love the ones that we get to, like, throw in song clips uh, to each, to each of our picks. I think that's super fun. Um, I'm excited to hear what you guys have been listening to lately. If you want to share that with us, join our discord. Uh, it's free and you can find the links to that on our social media bios or the show notes of this episode. Um, but I'm sure people are going to be sharing playlists in there and, uh, we're going to share Spotify playlists that we've made of our lists in our discord. So if you want to check those out, uh, make sure and join. Wanted to jump in here real quick, let you guys know next week's episode. Shane's coming back. We're going to be joined again by Batman and Shane. I feel like it's been a minute. We love Shane. Maybe our most frequent guest on the show. Um, we're going to be talking movie quotes. Um, so we haven't, haven't fully nailed down if it's going to be just like one line quotes, if it's going to be whole speeches, or if that's a whole uh, separate episode. Not quite sure yet. We'll figure that out with ourselves, maybe with a little help from the people in our Discord. Um, but... Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I love Shane. I love talking to Shane, and I think talking about movie quotes with him is going to be fun. Um, so hope you hang out with us next week. Hope you hang out with us in the Discord. Back to the episode. And we are back with this week's special guest judge. Fun fact: his 113th appearance on the rankings. <laughs> uh, it's co spread the floor. It's Tobin Hodges. What's up, buddy?
2: Uh, not a whole lot. I'm going, it's going pretty good. I'm just I've had a I've had a pretty musical week this week, so I'm excited to talk about music. It's going to be fun.
0: Okay. Yeah, you're trying yeah. out for the trying out for the local production of your churches like Hamilton? No? Is that what not doing, doing that. Or?
2: Um oh, okay. No, not not doing any Hamiltons this week. Uh <laughs> No, I me and uh my me and Brian, my my co-host, we went and we we did the thing that Young the youngins do, we drove to go see Pearl Jam in Oklahoma City.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: And then we drove right back afterwards and then I paid for it. And I feel like I still haven't quite fully recovered. So but I also was the only one that got up at seven o'clock to work the next day. They did they did not my my Brian did not and then my my boss actually went with us and he, he didn't make it to work the next day. And I was like, What's up with that? So but it was a great concert, man. I've never seen Pearl Jam live before, and they're not really a band that I like. I worship or anything, but I've always liked them. But, man, what a mm. what a show. They were they were really good. And Eddie Vedder is 58 years old and still sounds like he's 19. It's incredible. It's <laughs> a really good show. Well,
0: you're mm-hmm. mostly just into them because Bill Simmons is so into
2: them. Oh, yeah, that's exactly that's why I go see them. them. Yeah, so. exactly why. If, any, if anything, <laughs> they're lucky I still listen to them because of Bill Simmons. So... <laughs>
1: Man,
0: uh, all right, um, Ty. How are you doing? bud? you started a new job. You're traveling. You're in. A, are you in a hotel right now?
1: I'm. I'm in my boss's vacation home. They're A and M people, so oh. we're staying there. Uh, I'm in College Station, um, making the trip to Belton, <laughs> Texas next week. So if anybody oh, knows the Metropolis
2: any, of Belton, I know where that is.
1: If <laughs> anybody knows any yeah. great spots in Belton, Mary Hardin Baylor. You got Taylor. any f-
0: food recommends in Belton, T- or Tobin?
2: Uh, there's probably like a pizza pro at a gas station or something.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, mean, I think I think I looked up the restaurants and like the best one is Texas Roadhouse, which isn't bad, but also if that's your best one, come on,
2: yeah. you could do a lot worse than Texas Roadhouse, though. That's, that's not true. too bad. I'm just The fun,
1: fun
0: thing about Texas Roadhouse is every day around four o'clock it turns into a nursing home for a couple of hours. So that's like a pretty fun, unique thing that Texas Roadhouse does. Okay, yeah. Dude, I drove by there today, and I, I was about four o'clock. Ours is right by the Lowe's, and it was just a stream of senior citizens all just <laughs> were getting in, going into Texas Roadhouse all at the same time, four o'clock. It was awesome. Are you
1: sure you didn't pass a Lubies? Because you're, you're describing Lubies right no, now. No, insane Texas
0: Roadhouse. The Lubies in our town shut down a while back. It's a, it's a uh, what's eye doctor, optometrist? Is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah, it's an optometrist now. Unfortunately, R.I.P. Luby's. Um, <laughs> what a weird tangent, Tobin. We're. Here. I think what to do. We is, can talk I, about
2: food if you want. I'm, I'm always done talking about food. So,
0: <laughs> I I started intermittent fasting this week. Okay. I'm Trying it out, uh, and so my body is getting used to the new like eating schedule, and so I'm so out. It's also like past my bedtime. It's about 15 minutes past my bedtime, so we're we're gonna get weird here a little bit. I think. Yeah, that's good. Um, Tobin, you're obviously here because it's a music episode. We like to have you on every music episode. You're you're our so-called expert um, when it comes to all things music here at the Rankings. We wanted to talk to you about songs that we're listening to lately. Uh, And so that doesn't have to be new releases. Um, In fact, I think we sort of purposely shied away from new releases since we're like, six months away from doing a best music of 2022 episode so Mm -hmm. we didn't want to didn't want to double dip there um so uh there's not a whole lot of explanation needed here there aren't really any rules that we could give ourselves um why don't we just get on into the list i'll read these out labeled list a and list b we'll shut up for a bit and then uh you can break them down how's that sound? sweet all right, list A, the honorable mentions, they're all by the band The band Willis. Uh, the songs are Fight the Vegans, I Think I Like When It Rains, and Cran Mango. Number 10 is "Freaking Out on the Interstate by Briston Maroney. Number nine is Earthquake by This Is The Kit. Eight is Sandusky by Uncle Tupelo. Seven is Scott Pilgrim vs. My GPA by Mom Jeans. Six is One Two by The Cool Kids. Five is Kill Be Girl by The Backseat Lovers. Four is Five Years by Bo Burnham. Three is In Dreams from Sierra Farrell. Two is Somebody Else and I by by Dowie Frayer, I think. It's not, that's not correct. Uh, And number one is Scarlet by Holly Humberstone. List B, the honorable mentions are all from the Book of Mormon original Broadway cast. It's You and Me but Mostly Me, All-American Prophet, and I Believe. Number 10 is Swing Set by Danny Dwyer. Nine is Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears for Fears. Eight is Feels Like Summer from Childish Gambino. Gambino. Uh, seven is "Never Fight a Man with a Perm" from Idols. Six is "Oldie" from Odd Future. Five is "Bring to Ruckus" from Wu-Tang Clan. Four is "Every Day's the Weekend" by Alex Leahy. Three is Ch- chaise Lounge" by <laughs> Wet Leg. Two is "Runaway" by Kanye and Pusha T. And number one is "Atmosphere" by Joy Division. Toby, you have the floor.
2: All right, I'm gonna so this one. I'm gonna go ahead and give my list, uh, and then I'll kind of go in all three. And this is this might have been one of the hardest things I've done with y'all. This wow. felt like there was way too much to choose from because <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, crap. Like, what I, What am I listening to right now? And so um, I think I actually had a harder time with this than I have with probably anything else we've done before. So, uh, OK, so here's my honorable mentions. I, I, as I, too, went with a theme. My theme for honorable mentions is these are things I'm forced to listen to that I really <laughs> wish I wasn't listening to in the car because I have a three-year-old. Uh, so the first honorable mention is C is for Cookie from Sesame Street, <laughs> which is my one of my three year old's favorite songs. Is that um, sung
1: by Cookie Monster?
2: Yes. <laughs> great. That's why it's called C is for Cookie, sir. So <laughs> idiot. <laughs> uh, I the other one, second one is the VeggieTales theme song, which has been in my head on repeat for about a month solid right now, which is not great. What a banger. And number three is actually a pretty good song, if I'm being honest, um, and it's got a cool story. It's the song called "Run Baby Run" by a children's band called Casper Baby Pants. Do y'all know who this guy is?
0: No, no, but that's a great name.
2: Okay, it is, and it is actually Chris Balu's like children's, uh, like his children's group that he created, which he is the singer from the Presidents of the United States of America, and as his cool. kids got as he got older and he had kids, he was like, I'm going to start making children's music. And it is all awesome. Like, you know how like adults are really into watching bluey right now. Yeah. Like, even though if they don't have kids, like this is kind of the uh, music equivalent of that. I could sit down and listen to, uh, it's run baby run and the other stuff that Casper baby pants does all day long. It's so like, it's like, it's weirdly calming and which I, it's not weird. That's what it's like baby music supposed to do. Uh, he's got, you know, he's got like versions of shortening and bread and like, you know, like, so he's got songs called stompy the bear. And like, what was it? hang on. I'm looking it up real quick. Cause I, there's one about an elephant that is hilarious and just fantastic. And just like all other, you know, kids music. It's just, full they there's he's got 1700 albums because they, you can put anything on an album and call it kids music and it's great so yeah casper baby pants really good if you have kids like i promise you like if you if you're at that point like me where you're if you hear c for cookie one more time you're, you might go to new york and kill the cookie monster then just <laughs> put this one on so is, all right is so
1: baby shark in the mix
2: no i that was that was like one of my three-year-old's first like moments of he knew how to request songs and that was one of the first ones that and who let the dogs out so you can imagine the insanity in my house so it was pretty awful um so yeah i like i like see i like sesame street and you know casper baby pants is great but anyway honorable mentions that i would love to stop listening to would be fantastic but (laughs) all right Number ten. Uh, this is legitimate. I, I actually. This is not me plugging for a uh, friend of the show. Uh, is first time from our buddy Dennis Gartman Jr. This song is actually hey. like I, I say, actually pretty good. That sounds really bad, <laughs> but it's a it's a great song. Our yeah, buddy Dennis, like, believe
0: yeah. it or not, from friggin' Dennis of all yeah. people. it's yeah. actually no, that's so funny.
2: It's a good it's a good album. And it's you know the whole album is about seven or whole EP is about seven songs. And this this uh this, I think this is this was the first single he dropped, and it's it's really good. It's got a great beat. Uh, it's really good um, trap. I
0: listened to it. it. It genuinely is good. Yeah.
2: So, uh, so yeah, check it out. First time Dennis Gartman Jr. Give him a like. Give him, a, uh, you know, pump his music because he needs it. It's it's he's just getting starting out. So, um, do you
0: quit putting Dennis down. No, I'm saying he needs nice. it. He's just he starting out, yeah, yeah, he, he needs
2: it. Gun. I want I want it. him to make it big so he can pay for me my <laughs> old person's home. So, whenever I get old, so. All right, number t- nine for me is, an, is a classic song, and the reason I am listening to it a lot more is because I got a special edition vinyl of this that I've been looking for forever and paid way too much money for it, but it's okay because my wife doesn't listen to this show. Um, <laughs> it's 1979 from The Smashing Pumpkins. I got a four vinyl special edition of Melancholy in the Infinite Sadness the like about two months ago, and so I've been listen to that on repeat on vinyl right now. So it's really good. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, number eight for me is Fill It All from Andrea Marie, which is just a nice sad jam. It's like got a good Wurlitzer suitcase piano and in a little little beat to it, and it's just, I don't know, it's a good, Danny, you'd probably like this, you like sad, I love a sad, sad female music, yeah. so.
0: love a sad jam, especially by female artists. I mean, yeah. Listen, you you put me in a box, but it's the right one.
2: No, I get it, and I'm I'm right there in that box with you, buddy, it's okay, because number seven is a song called Pin Up Daddy by an artist named Rhett Madison, so, and she's another sad jam female artist, she's really good, so, Rhett Madison. Uh, let's see, my number six, y'all remember the band A Great Big World? that no, came out no. with that song with Christina Aguilera that so. say something or was it like say something I'm in oh you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not that song but it's that band say, so. it can't be that's no no, no. I actually don't mind that song but it got overplayed no it's a song off that album called already home uh which is you know no, no it's I, I kind of forgot about it and it, it popped up in one of my shuffles and so I put it I put it in my my uh playlist recently God, dude, so. that-
0: Say something is going to be now stuck in my yeah, head for the you're next welcome. week. You're welcome. Monster. Listen
2: to Already Home. Already Home is better. So. Cool. Uh, number five for me is Carolina from Taylor Swift in the Ooh. Where the Crawdads Sing soundtrack. That song is a banger. I love it. It's the good only and good I'm,
1: thing that came from that movie.
2: I haven't seen the movie yet, so that's probably <laughs> fair. You don't
1: need, fair, to. So. Yeah, don't really you don't need
2: to see it. I've read the book, but I haven't seen the movie, so... um. Yeah, and I'm, I'm in. And also, I'm just kind of prepping myself for new Taylor Taylor music in a couple of weeks. So, yeah. All right, number four is man. I have a lot of females on this list. Um, is "Don't Look Hurt Yourself" you. from Beyonce's Lemonade album? Wow, I love that.
0: What a choice! What a good choice. It is a
2: good choice. Jack White, some good, some good, nice grungy guitar rock. It's good. I, I, I like the song a lot. It's a good album. Um, and th- these are basically all the vinyls I have except for a couple of them so that's why I'm, I, I do a lot of vinyl listening during the day uh, number three is a band that Brian and I just saw a couple of we- months ago that uh, took a 20 year break and then did like a reunion concert and so we just cried at, like little babies at a concert but it's a band called Flicker Stick they're local to Dallas so so 90% of you never heard of them uh, and even you people from Dallas probably haven't heard of them so uh, this song is called Direct Line to the Telepathic and it's just a great song. And this band is like, it was like one of those like bands I connected with when I was in high school and college. And when they went away cause they, you know, drugs and normal band stuff, it just kind of was sad. So they did a reunion concert and they're starting to put out music again. It and it's been really cool. So I've been listening to them a lot. So uh, yeah, direct direct line to the telepathic is a great song. Number two for me is Jolene from Ray LaMontagne.
0: Ooh, ooh, baby. What a song. Good God. Song. What a good song.
2: Yeah. It's good. It's really good. Um, I just I don't know. I just like it. It's a good song. And I like I like the acoustic. I like Ray. It's a good. It's a good and like that's one of those songs that if it always comes on, like I have to stop what I'm doing and listening listen to it. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. So
0: weirdly enough, my first introduction to that song was the Zac Brown Band cover.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's one of the it's few wor- things Zac worse. Brown Band's done. It's good. worse,
0: but it's the first time that I... yeah. It, yeah it's good, but it's definitely worse than Ray the But it's the first time I heard it. Yeah.
2: And number one, and this is just solely because I've kind of been going through, uh, just trying to like, I, I don't know, I, I don't know if y'all do this. Like, whenever people pass away, or like whenever people I like love pass away, I kind of get into their music a lot. So, like when Taylor Hawkins died a couple months ago, um, I started getting into the Foo Fighters real, real deep again. So I have these days from the Foo, Foo Fighters as my number ones. I've been. Listening to a lot of Foo Fighters lately, and uh, that's just kind of like I was just telling the other day a couple of buddies of mine that the Wasting Light album is is might be my favorite album, even though that a lot of people would consider that blasphemous. But I just I love that album, and I love these days off of that album. So that's because? my that's my list. Um, all right, so I was looking at y'all's list, and um, I'll be honest, there were things on there that I super love, and then there were things on there that I super hate as well. Yeah. Um, as, as per usual, I think, yeah, I think last time we did this though, I like had a lot of problems with it because I was like, it was all good stuff and I, it all kind of like either I didn't know it and I was excited to learn it or it was stuff that I just loved and this time that is not the case. This time, this is a lot of stuff I don't know. Like y'all <laughs> both, y'all both chose a bunch of stuff that I've never heard before. Um, which is well, usually goodness. what happens in our best albums of the year, you know, but, um, And then you chose some stuff that I was not expecting, and then you chose some stuff that I that I just I questioned your your choices of you know life a little bit. So, um,
0: (laughs) I think we can go ahead and get out front. You absolutely know. Oh, Oh, one
2: hundred percent. I knew pretty much from like I looked at like the top five of each of y'all's lists, like kind of just quickly, and I was like, oh okay, yeah, like this is ties and this is. This is Danny's. Um, just
0: thought I just thought I'd get it out there just so we don't have to tiptoe around the pretense no, 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 no. of like, this being anonymous. Like, I, like it's pretty
2: I know for a fact that Ty is the one listening to Tears for Fears, you know, <laughs> and I know for a fact that Danny is the one listening to Bo Burnham. Like, there's no, like, <laughs> I, I know y'all too well for that. So, I'm sorry, listener, Guilty. if you were expecting, you know, a, uh, a like, oh, he doesn't, you know, I, this is just behind the curtain. Yeah, I, I don't I know. think they care about yeah. that anymore. <laughs> um, okay, so let's just talk about it. I... I did. I've never heard of Willis before. So, Danny, that was a new for that was new for me. Or if, at least, and? if if I have heard them, I didn't know. I I didn't know. It was good. I I I was why did you put them in your honorable mention? I guess that's my question. Uh,
0: because they're I've been listening to basically their entire discography lately, and okay. I didn't want to just pick. One song sure. for my list, and so I figure why not just? Cause they're the they're the band I've been listening to the most by far, rather than just like the singles I've been picking and choosing by the other people on my list. Mm. So I figured why not just populate my honorable mentions? It's it's not they're not like the eleventh, twelfth, and thirteenth okay. most listened to songs for me lately. It's just that was the theme.
1: Also, Bruce Willis's band, like, come on, or they Bruno. all dress up like Bruce Willis from That's. various movies.
2: If they aren't doing that, then they are missing out. That's a great idea, Like Ty.
1: Bobby Night Ranger and Parks and Rec, where they all dress like yes, Bobby Knight.
2: absolutely.
1: <laughs> I do just love the idea of you all need... of them going on stage in super dirty white tank tops. Yeah,
2: yeah. Ty, you need to email their manager and give them that idea right now, because <laughs> that's a fantastic idea. Uh, yeah, that I did like what I heard. I need to, I want to dig into it more um, now. And you know Ty, your honorable mention is definitely after my heart, not going to lie, cuz I do love The Book of Mormon. That is a fantastic musical. And whenever I you know about the reasoning behind the musical in the first place, it makes it even better cuz yeah. I just I I love the pettiness of a Tony award winning musical just because they got a lot of angry emails about one South Park episode. Like I just <laughs> I love that so much. So Oh, it's so good. And, and just, man, the music, the musicality in that music is something else. And it's just, I, I, it, it literally makes me cry whenever I listen to it sometimes because of how beautiful it is. And then you think about the two morons that wrote the music (laughs) and it's just like, golly. So, uh, really good stuff there. Um, okay. So let me just, let me just jump to it. I am going with Ty's list this time. Oh, I,
1: let's go.
2: The Tears for Fears almost was an instant out for me. What? Like I was almost like, okay, I'm done. But there's something about that. And maybe it's because everybody plays it too much, but there's something about that song that's like, this song is good, it sounds good, but I feel like it's been ruined, you know? But I, I love Childish Gambino, I love Wu-Tang. Uh, Kanye's Runaway is great. The The, the Joy Division song, I, I think you've actually played that for me before. I, I want to say... Was that on your 2020 albums, by no. chance? Oh, Okay, no. maybe not. I don't know. I I feel like you, I've heard you talk about that before, but yeah, I think that when I was looking at them side by side, you had more things that I was like kind of getting into, and Danny had things that I was just like, I don't know if I like this or not yet. And I'll be honest, Danny, you're gonna hate me for this. I know. <laughs> I haven't. I have not ever really been able to get into Bo Burnham's album yet. Like for some reason, it does not sit yeah, with me. I get it well uh, there's uh, maybe i and i think when i was watching it i wasn't in a good like let's joke about the pandemic place and so
0: oh i have i struggle watching inside mm -hmm. like actually like watching the netflix special i struggle with that a lot um but picking and choosing specific songs and not thinking about the context of them like when i'm scrolling through spotify i enjoy a lot
2: Mm -hmm. the the holly humberstone song is fantastic uh i Mm. I do. I had actually heard her before, and so uh, I do like her. Yeah, I just I think there were, there were more things that I was like. I I think what really what it was is I was either reminded of some things I loved more, or I or I learned more on Ties list than I was expecting than I than I did from Danny's. I think that was kind kind of how my brain was judging it. So really really good stuff from both sides though. But I really did like um, ties list just a little bit better. So. It was good. Yeah. It was good. This uh, is a weird episode. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Like, it was weird. I don't know if you all felt the same way. I did. But, I
1: absolutely did.
2: <laughs> so, but I kind of like it because it gives me, it gives me like, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to having the 2021 albums or, well, gosh, it's 2022, the 2022 yeah. albums next, next January. So it'll be, it'll be fun to kind of hone that in. But yeah, it's like, like I said, like every time we do these things, I, I, I take y'all's playlists and I either save them on my Spotify or I add songs to like. You know, I have like a Rank Kings uh, playlist of mine, and I just that so I kind of like add into my rotation. So it's good stuff.
0: How do you, I- I'm okay losing music episodes to Ty? Ty is much, much more of a music person than I am. I'm not, yeah, but like-
2: usually Ty, usually Ty. Get loses it himself, but like he puts in some stupid <laughs> band or like something that's way out there. So maybe maybe him not having the guardrails this time was actually good for him. So <laughs> how
1: did how did you feel about Shay's launch by Wet Leg?
2: I liked it. It was different, but I liked it. The music was, was really was just, good.
1: The lyrics are just like so,
2: so stupid. I don't care about lyrics though. I I, I think I've said this before. I, I was literally just talking about this the other night. Like my mom for years will get grumpy about me listening to music with cuss words and stuff in it. And then, but I mean, I I don't, I don't know lyrics to songs. I, I am listening. I think it's just the music brain in me. I'm always listening to what the music is doing or what the, what the bands are doing. So like if, you know, there was one time when I was a kid, and she was like, "Did you not just hear that right now?" I'm like, "No, I, I don't know what she's talking about." And she's like, "Seeing that lyric back to me," and I was like, "I don't know the lyric." And she thought I was just trying to avoid. And I, and then she, after like me arguing for five minutes, she's like, "Oh, you really don't understand what?" I was like, "No, I'm not listening. I'm listening to what the guitar and bass are doing." And you know, even like now when I lead worship on the weekends, like if the if the confidence monitor ever goes out i'm i'm toast like i don't like i have to have the words up on the screen or else i have no chance so so like i think that's why in those kind of situations when you do have weird songs with the just god awful lyrics i don't even notice it i'm just i'm listening to the weird stuff that's happening in the in the instrumentation instead so
0: yeah god we listen to music so differently
2: yeah I you know, know and honestly you know for real Danny like i i really do think that some of that is me like like I don't emotionally listen to music from for lyrics like a lot of people do. And I think if I went there, it probably wouldn't be a good thing. So <laughs> like like I get emotional about like, you know, chord structures and like in cadence. Kind of a dork. Ka- well, I mean it's just that's what my degree's in, man. It's what I do. Like I study music. Like that's why Yeah, it's okay. I get
0: emotional about chord structures. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's yeah.
2: Well, sucks. Music is moving. It doesn't have to have lyrics to be moving. But I mean, I, I understand like lyrics are moving to people. But that's like you know when everybody raves about Taylor Swift and Phoebe Bridgers and stuff like that. Like I don't I don't know what they're saying. I just I like the way they the way their music sounds, and that's what that's what I'm I'm into. So yeah, I so that you. that works in Ty's favor this time. So
0: <laughs> congratulations, Ty. Um, we got a handful of emails this week. So Sweet. if there's nothing else, why don't we go ahead and jump right in? Let's do it. Uh, first one is from, uh, our buddy Brandon, who was on a couple weeks ago, what? two weeks I think. Um, he, this isn't an email. He just sent me like a scrambling DM right before we were about to record. He said, sorry, sentiment meant to send an email list of songs. Time got away from me, but number one would have been rubber band man by the spinners. Heck yeah. No That's I, a good song. no idea why, but I've listened to this song every day for the last six months and it always puts me in a good mood. I don't, I don't know that I know it.
2: Yeah, you do. If you heard it, you know it
0: okay i'm gonna I'm gonna listen to it as soon as we hang up here, but it's uh, a good song cool uh next one is from our friend hannah uh she kind of just sent her a list, not a lot of explanations. She says uh card shark by Mo Lauda and the humble
2: no' know that one uh,
0: what's on your mind by teo but like the name is an upside down question mark t e o and then <laughs> a regular question mark, which just seems like a lot. <laughs> they need to calm down i think uh. Uh, next one is Mama, I Hit a Lick by Two Chains featuring Kendrick Lamar. Yes. Uh, next surround sound by Jid J I D. I don't I don't I don't know if which one it is. <laughs> I sound like such an old, out of touch man, but it's fine. Uh, featuring Twenty One Savage and Baby Tate. Next one is When We Jump by Jalen Josie. Uh, then Top of the Morning by Drip Switch, uh, and then Used to Wish I Was by Luke Combs. Next one is Candy Drip by Lucky Day. Next one is bet it back by two chains and the next one it, the last one is radar by jid or jid again. She's the most Georgia person of all time. This is the most it's half country and half rap. This is just the most she's the most Georgia person of all time. Hey, that means
2: world. that she's all encompassing. That's okay. That's a good thing.
0: Oh, it's not a not a bad thing. I'm not talking yeah. trash about her. It's just like this is I, if I had never met her and didn't know anything about her, I'd be like this person. Now, all she in needs to be
2: doing is listening to her music at a Waffle House, and that would be Georgia right there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so she she makes and like sells art, and she has a like. Waffle yeah, I House know we we've, we've literally sells. talked
2: about this over Insta over DMs, or something, or it may have been in Discord because I was just like, I I, I really wanted to have that Waffle House thing that she had, and ended up selling. I think before I could get around to it, but yeah, it's yeah. it's great.
0: Hannah, can we get my friend Toba to print, please? A Waffle <laughs> House print.
1: Have y'all seen the fantasy football punishment where you have to stay in a Waffle House for 24 hours and every waffle yeah. you eat like takes off like an hour or 30 minutes? I could 100% I do that.
2: <laughs> I could 100% do that. Yeah, people are
1: like, dude- oh, I'm getting so sick. I'm like, "There's, I, I could eat like 20 waffles and just be there for four hours.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I saw one dude do it. It was pancakes at an IHOP instead of waffles at a Waffle House. And he ate like three. And it was like ten hours in. And he's like, oh God, my yeah. stomach is just killing me. It's like, three pancakes, dog? <laughs> that's not that's like a short stack. What are we doing? The biggest yeah. like wimp I've ever seen. Uh her honorable mentions are better back win by Luke Combs, whole lot of money by BIA, and courtside by uh what up R G? It's all one word, all caps, W-H-A-T-U-P-R-G. What up, Berg? What, a what a, God, this, is,
2: this is making you sound really old.
0: <laughs> I, I know. I'm so, so I'm so out of touch. Uh, shout out to Drop Switch because they are my friends group. I'm a Jake and Richie fan for life. Thanks for doing this podcast and having the listeners join in on the fun. Signed, The Mayo Queen.
1: Ew. 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 Fully embracing
0: it. Honestly, props to her for fully embracing it. Gross, but shout out to her for fully embracing it. Um, next one is from our friend Pat. He says, Greetings, rank royalty. Not the Pat you know, Tobin. The okay Pat. Not is um, this Twin Peaks, Pat? Yes, this is Twin Peaks fat. Uh he says, Greetings, rank royalty. Here's what I've been listening to lately. I don't think this is a bit, but I will admit to liberally interpreting the brief. His honorable mention are all podcasts, uh, but more specifically, they're podcasts that are no longer publishing new episodes but are still worth a listen, which I think is fun. It's fun, honorable okay. mention. Uh, First one is the 8-Bit Book Club podcast hosted by Brian Murphy, Emily Axford, and Caldwell Tanner, better known today as three-fourths of the cast and not another D&D podcast. The squad riffs on a variety of fiction, choose your own adventure books, movies, and other video game inspired content. Uh, Not always the most refined humor, but if you like not another D&D podcast or if you miss college humor, give this a try. Uh, I can vouch for that big listener to not another D podcast and i think abid book club is very fun very dorky especially if you're familiar with like the old college humor videos from like 10 15 years ago whatever um next one is nancy a podcast from wnyc that covers a wide variety of issues relevant to the lgbtq plus community ranging from history to culture to coming out and more and the last one is Battlestar Galacticast, a podcast that discusses <laughs> each ep- each episode of the rebooted Battlestar that aired on the sci-fi and the Aughts, Hosted by Trisha Helfer, a.k.a. Caprica Caprisa, I'm so sorry, didn't watch Battlestar Galactica, six from the show, and TV writer Mark Bernadine, um, with frequent guests and offering a lot of behind-the-scenes stories of the mo- this most excellent show. This one got me through the first nine months of the pandemic um his music is top 10 list i mostly typically listen to full albums or album length playlists so i've shared 10 that are in heavy rotation for me lately his number 10 is nope the original movie picture soundtrack from Hmm. jordan peele's latest masterpiece the lively western influence score is balanced by a variety of vocal tracks most memorably the oh so creepy jean jacket remix of Corey hart's cheesy sunglasses at night number nine is a variety of albums from the punk goes series these collections feature punk band covers of classic prog rock 80s new wave pop music and the like i'm a sucker for an, an against type cover and these really work for me i love the like the pop goes punk and punk goes whatever yeah I thought those are super what fun. was the name of that one uh just all of the punk goes series oh okay um eight is my very own summer playlist from the rankings episode of the same name earlier in the year summer's almost over but i'm still getting plenty of mileage from this one in the car seven is the x-files the album features a trippy version of the title theme by the dust brothers a haunting noel gallagher instrumental along with a variety of 90s artists like the Foo fighters and soul coughing number six is a light for attracting attention by the smile Latest side project from members of Radiohead. I never seem to number Radiohead among my favorite bands, but every album from the band or its various offshoots seems to go into heavy rotation every now and then. Number five is The Good, ba- the, Good the Bad, and the Ugly by Ennio Morricone. Uh, is mostly famous for its incredibly catchy title track, but the whole album is an odd but appealing pastiche of Western and Italian influences. It also has the Modello for-
1: theme song on it. Just, just wanted like, to throw that out there.
0: Like the beer commercial? Yeah cool that's fun uh four is scary monsters david bowie's classic album from the night from 1980 featuring ashes to ashes a follow-up to his 1969 single space Odd- oddity uh three is the batman omps by prince uh, for the full lowdown on this one i direct you to the episode of the doom pod podcast with guest host anil dash who does a brilliant rundown of this classic album Two is the Brian Eno ambient music playlist from Apple Music. Eno is a main go-to artist for background music when I'm concentrating on reading, writing, or a complicated task at the office. And number one is the <coughs> Farfheim 2 CD album from Sigur Ross. Uh, this is my <laughs> other favorite background music, although it's not really ambient, since it rises up and grabs your attention in ways that true ambient music does not. Uh, thanks, Pat. Thanks, Pat. That He always gives such good detailed information behind mm-hmm. his picks he just needs to host this show i think uh and the last one's from Callie, our good friend Callie. um she didn't send in alex's list unfortunately so we don't you would have lost man. anyway so like it doesn't
2: matter <laughs> maybe he's given up so <laughs> poor
1: alex she
0: says hey rank king's been a few weeks since i've sent an email i've really missed winning against alex every week lol <laughs> Uh, I love this idea, can't wait to listen to the episode. My music taste is heavily influenced by the seasons and even though Tennessee is hot AF still, I did feel a slight crisp breeze the other day, which means it's time to break out the fall playlist. Hey, what's that like? Yeah. It's ninety eight degrees here today.
2: Yeah. I got in my car today and it said one oh five on the dash and I was like awesome. Yeah. It's freaking <laughs> September twenty second, so yeah,
0: it's the first day of fall and we're still yeah. in start sweating as soon as you go outside weather. Uh, she says, here's what I've been listening to uh, Until I Found You by Steven Sanchez.
2: Ooh, that's a good one.
0: Cardigan by Taylor Swift. Always. Banger. yes. Ma- Matilda by Harry Styles.
2: Yeah, that's
0: a good one, too. Uh, Glimpse of Us by Joji. Uh, Exile by Taylor Swift featuring Bonnie Iver, which is maybe my favorite Taylor Swift song. It's yeah, up there. it's definitely it's,
2: mine, for sure.
0: Yeah, it's very high up there. Uh, Grow As We Go by Bl- by Ben Platt. Gross. Uh, like like real people do by Hozier. Great choice. Uh Vienna by Billy Joel. Nice. Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. No. Nope. I don't think you guys would I prefer fan the
1: of, Chicks like. version.
2: No. I don't like either like, of that. You I, like I prefer the Billy them. Corgan version. You gotta go you gotta go smashing pumpkins for that one.
0: Uh and then her number ten is Dreams by the Cranberries. Uh, mm. Her honorable mentions our full albums. The first one is "Rumors" by Fleetwood Mac. Sorry, Tobin. Oh, gosh. Uh, and the next one is "Red" Taylor's version from Taylor Swift.
2: Man, she came back. Alex would have won this week if he was on. So sorry, <laughs> Alex.
0: Don't worry, Kelly. That's like a Fleetwood that's
2: Mac. a that's a weird list. She had like five to six things that I love, and then she ruined it with Fleetwood Mac. So
0: <laughs> she, honestly, she fits in so well here at the rankings. Yeah. <laughs> that's how all of our lists are. Uh, I can't wait to hear your list and discover new songs to add to my ever-growing Spotify playlist. Callie. Thanks, Callie. That was really fun. What a good list. Um, I think that's going to do it for us. We are going to... We'll share these uh, playlists on Spotify. Tobin, or on uh, the Discord. Tobin, did you make a Spotify playlist, or can you?
2: I will, yeah. I'll do that right now, actually.
0: yeah. If we could... uh, Tomorrow, I guess, after this episode drops, why not share these in... uh, Share these in the Discord so people can listen along with us. I think that'd be really fun. Uh, is there anything else before we skedaddle and go to bed?
2: No, just I love you guys. I missed y'all.
0: Love you, buddy. Thank you for being here. Always a good time having
2: you. Beardless tie has got me a little on, off, you know, off kilter <laughs> a little bit, but you know it's okay. So
0: okay. It, it takes some getting used. to You get used to it. This is, I think, week three of recording a podcast with Beardless Tie. I got mm-hmm. used to it.
1: I'm surprised we recorded. Did we record with Ellen? We recorded with someone. We've recorded with a lot. and They just didn't mention it. And that was almost weirder than addressing it. Kev. Yeah. Last week was just Kev. didn't say anything.
0: Yeah. Didn't say a thing. I mean, maybe he was just like being polite. And was like, maybe it's a thing. I do not mention <laughs> it. Kev's very thoughtful like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Let's get out of here. Listen to Spread the Floor. I've talked about it a lot on here. But it's because it's a very good show. You guys took a, a smidge of a hiatus during the downtime of the NBA offseason when no, nothing was really happening. Actually, um, and I was having a blood happening. fight
2: with Brian, so we had to stop for a little bit. So. Well,
0: okay, but yeah, that's like an annual thing. Yeah. Usually you push past it, but this time you took a break. Uh, lots happening in the NBA world right now. Are we getting an right. uh like emergency pod, or we, you just wait till next week? We
2: talked about it because it literally, like, the first thing broke as we were recording last night. And so we kind of said, "Don't know what that's about." See you next week. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think we'll do a mercy pod for Boston stuff, but you know, we'll we'll see if something big comes out of the like because we still don't really know what exactly happened. We just know he's gone for a year now. So, yeah. really Luke weird. Lucas
0: got something to dropping tomorrow, doesn't he? Is it his shoes or something? Yeah, his
2: shoes um, are dropping. To, I think they dropped. Yeah, they they may have dropped today actually. I'm not getting this set. I'm waiting for really? another one I have on my eye but uh i'm waiting for the Slovenia ones so yeah but did you see the new lebrons actually i did i love them as well but they are 220 dollars so never mind if i'm going to get if i'm going to get shoes recently or now i'm going to get the lucas so i'm gonna have to wait on the lebrons
0: smart um all right let's get out of here please rate and review us wherever you're listening to podcasts follow us on twitter and instagram at rankings pod don't get the double k in the middle join our discord it's free and you can find the link in our social media bios and our show notes we will be back with a new episode next week until then a gentleman is someone who can play the accordion but doesn't bye see ya